Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 10 of the Bad Beats and Velcro Kletz podcast. I am one-fourth of your host crew, 25%, as Sean would say. Speaking of Sean, he is here. Sean, what's up? I am here, Gordo. The other 25%, well, not the other 25%, but an additional 25%. Okay. So 25 and 25 makes 50, so we are up to half. There it is. We are up to half. Um, Each and every week, as always, we are coming to you live from the headquarters basement bar, where once again it was Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday! Taco Tuesday. The kitchen staff, they let us down tonight, to be fair. Uh, But you can't can't expect back-to-back great service from the staff at, uh, at the local taco establishment. Um, so wait, does the kitchen staff serve you then? Because you said that you're disappointed in the kitchen staff, but then the service, so I'm confused. Um, it's it's a little bit of a low-budget operation over here. <laughs> so um, I, without, we, we pick up the tacos from a different <laughs> local restaurant and we bring them here. The headquarters basement bar doesn't serve food. We don't have a kitchen. Oh. We just got all the liquor you can imagine. So it's BYOF. Yeah, BYOF for sure. I think that Alexander Cellelli has entered the studio live from a different dining establishment. Yeah, how you guys doing? What is up? You missed the entire uh, production call, but that's cool. You're here. I'm sorry. That's okay. Yeah, we're all good. Uh, Just eating some wings, you know. That's not even a, a little bit surprised by that. I think uh, up, up there he is. Caleb was booking a flight a second ago, but he is here now. Caleb, how are you? I am here. I'm fine, and I also am going to be booking a flight at the beginning part of this podcast. You are correct. Very well. You're booking a flight to there, bud. I am not booking it uh, to our normal location. Well, I, I, I kind of am. <laughs> there is a layover there. Yeah, of course there is. How long is your, uh, how long is your layover? So <clears throat> I will be flying into Vegas, and I land at 9 p.m. the night there, and then I leave the following morning at 6 a.m. So not very long at all. But, not long enough to get yourself in too much trouble. No, 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 no. Definitely not. Especially before Hawaii. That's mm-hmm. no way we're going to make that happen. But have you been to Hawaii before? I have not. It's like the only state, I one of the only states that I haven't been into. I think there's a couple other in the West, but not many. Um, I'm excited about doing this one. As uh as you should be. Uh, tonight's episode is probably going to be a little shorter than what we're uh, what we're used to. Uh, the next couple might be shorter. Um, this time of year, I was listening to uh, some uh, sports talk radio earlier today, <clears throat> and uh, the hosts were talking about how this time of year it is really really tough to come up with new content because the NFL season's over. Uh, it's NBA regular season right before the All Star break, so nobody really cares about that unless you're an absolute degenerate which we kind of are and a lot of our audience i hope is too uh college basketball i could talk about ad nauseum but i don't feel like uh, i feel like chili and i could but uh the other two guys probably not so much um and it's before pitchers and catchers report um so we're gonna we're gonna dig deep. We're gonna come up with content. We're gonna try to be creative and funny. Um, on on tonight's show, we're gonna talk about. Uh, 
I, I think Chili watched every snap of every XFL game over the weekend. So I did. We'll get his thoughts on that. I did. I assumed. Um, <laughs> we'll get his thoughts on the XFL and how that version or that variety of football looks. Uh, there was uh, Chili won an NBA bet, which uh, by all accounts he should stop betting right now. Oh, well, I forever. didn't. Uh, that's the problem. I didn't. So yeah, we didn't. We didn't expect you to. Um, We are going to be launching our first annual Bad Beats and Velcro Clets Bracket Madness Contest. We're going to encourage listeners to join uh, with us. That contest, as uh, a lot of our work, is sponsored by the folks here at the Headquarters Basement Bar. Uh, And Sean has a great idea. I like it a lot. It'll get get torpedoed by one of you two, I'm sure. But a great idea... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for a, a Major League Baseball full season betting contest, we uh, we we came in late to the NFL season when we started the show, and we did the little super contest thing. So we got uh, Sean's got a good idea, um, but we're just going to talk about some ideas, something we can do for the full Major League Baseball season. So, um, <clears throat> without further ado, Chili, you watched the XFL more than the rest of us. Caleb, did you watch a little bit of it? I did not watch a snap. Caleb's, Caleb's booking a flight I and forgot not. he's muted. No, 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 no. I was unmuting. It just took me a second to unmute. But no, I did not watch a well, snap. Well, that's good because I watched every snap of every game. So. Okay. So I, my first question about the XFL. All right? Yeah. What the hell are the teams? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's kind of, I kind of thought it was weird because the I think the only team – the only city that got a team that doesn't already have a team is St. Louis, okay. which had an NFL team up the last year. And uh, so you got DC. Uh, DC and Dallas are actually predicted to be uh, the best, right? Or I think Dallas has the best allegedly. odds to win. Allegedly, they had. I feel like that's going to change after they just lost at home. But yeah, it hasn't changed yet, which is weird because I. Uh, Excuse me. Uh, I kind of thought it would. You get Seattle has a team. DC has a team. New York. DC's team has Cordell Jones. Yeah, New York Defenders. And then you got uh, Tampa Bay has a team. Uh, Dallas, of course. LA, Houston, St. Louis. So you got eight teams, right? Did you do that off the top of your head? Did you just do the XFL teams off the top of your head? (laughs) I may have, yes. But I'm telling you guys, the under... The under is hot. The, you're like you're like Rain Man, hot. but you're terrible at gambling. <laughs> hey, the past couple of days have been good, except tonight. I had a really unfortunate mishap tonight, but everything else has been good the past like I don't know four or five days. So, so have you have you eaten into your uh, Bengals losses with some XFL wins? A little bit, yeah. Uh, nah, I, I wouldn't say eaten, man. You know, maybe like. Two percent or something. I don't know. That's what I lost on the Bengals. Yeah, not a whole lot. But yeah, I mean the under is hot, man. Every single game hit the under, and I'm pretty sure the underdog won every game as well, which is weird because you wouldn't expect that to happen, you know. So it was interesting. It was interesting. uh, Different take, you know. Um. So. How, what kind of uh, what kind of points totals uh, did did Vegas have out there for these first? Did all did all eight teams play this weekend? Were there four games this weekend? Yeah, there were four games. I think the total was fifty three or fifty three and a half for every game. Okay. So, and there was one. I think it was the DC game. 
because they they change the way extra points work, right? So yep. instead of just kicking a kicking the extra point or going for a two point conversion, there is no kicking of the extra points, and it's basically like you get from the two yard line and you score. It's uh, one point. And I think it's I could be wrong on this. I think if it's five five yards, you get three or two points, and then from ten yards, you get three points. That's correct. Goes. Nobody. Yeah, but uh, the DC game, uh, I think the point total was at fifty. Pretty sure it was fifty-one or something, and uh, there was a field goal, which would have made it, you know, hit the over, and uh, it was negated on a penalty, and then they missed the conversion after that. So it was just like ultimate bad beat for people to bet the over. Okay, but I didn't, so it was good for me, you know. But yeah, I thought um, it was interesting, man. I I know uh, from what I've seen on Twitter. Uh, the reaction that uh, kind of like the the normal sports world, or at least the sports world that I follow on Twitter, the reaction that I'm hearing is they like a, a lot of stuff about the production of it. They like the 25-second play clock compared to the 40-second play clock. They like being able to listen in on the audio of what's going into these replay decisions. Um I saw a tweet, and I think Sean saw the tweet too. You guys probably did also. That said, opening weekend of the XFL, we had uh, somebody dropping the f bomb on a live mic. We had oh, yeah. uh, projectile vomiting on the field during a play. Um, <laughs> you get like, thrown out for punching someone in the mouth. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That was awesome. That, that was um, cool. <laughs> I saw that one live actually. Okay. Yeah, that was great. Um, that's. I didn't get a chance to. to how many? Uh, how many games do they have planned for the schedule for this season? Do they have ten? Yeah, it's a ten week season. Yeah, it's a ten week season. What stadiums? Like a... What stadiums are they playing these games at? Are they playing like at college football stadiums? No, uh, it's weird because uh, Dallas plays at. Obviously, I'm sure Jerry Jones wants nothing to do with the XFL. So Dallas plays at Arlington or Globe Life Park. It's it used to be the Texas Rangers home ballpark, but they just got oh, a no. new ballpark. So yeah, Globe Globe Life is their new ballpark. Oh yeah, then it's the mm. old one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so they play at the ballpark at Arlington. The ballpark at Arlington. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it's Arlington. But yeah, and then I think DC plays at DC the House United. Of Bushville. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure it's the same place as DC United soccer plays at. Okay. Um, what kind of, uh, as far as watching it on TV, what kind of crowd size did, did you see? I don't know, man. Well, the other thing I was going to tell you guys, uh, the New York Renegades or, or no, New York Guardians, what they're called, they played at MetLife, which is the same stadium the Jets and Giants play at. And it looked like, I mean, the place looked half full, you know, and that's a big stadium. That's like a, I don't even know. That's what a really big stadium. 80, yeah, it's like eighty thousand probably, right? That stadium yeah. holds a hundred thousand, I think. Dude, it looked it looked it's half there. full. I don't know what the official numbers were on attendance, but it looked half full. And God love New York football fans; they got to have something to be happy about. It's probably why there's so many of them there. That's but true. It was pretty packed, man. Well, even even as doesn't matter how bad the Jets and Giants are, you can't like a, an average ticket up there is like two three hundred dollars. Like you're not oh, yeah. you're not getting in yeah. for twenty five bucks in the MetLife. Yeah, it's expensive, man. I mean, it looks like a real nice facility, too. I mean, 
it's uh, they've had. I'm pretty sure they had a Super Bowl there. They did. Yeah, Yeah, they had the first ever cold weather. Well, not first ever. They had the first Super Bowl in a cold weather stadium in a really, really, really long time. Right, right. Actually, I guess it probably was the first Super Bowl because back then it just used to be called the NFL Championship or whatever. Yeah, right. Um. So, players, uh, the the rosters are the rosters the same size? Do they have fifty three or fifty four, or are they bigger, smaller? I think it's smaller. I'm not. Let me look that up real quick. I think. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I know some of the coaches, like Steve Spurrier, is a head coach. I think. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> what's the guy? Bob Stoops. He's a coach. Oh, Big really? game, Bob Stoops. Big game, yeah, Bob. Dude. It's the first time he's coached like since he left Oklahoma. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, it's 57 players is what it is. Uh, 57. Oh no no, wow. it's 50. It's 52 right now. And after week five, the maximum roster size increases from fifty-two to fifty-seven. So, so they so they do a little a little September baseball action. They, uh, they basically yeah, roster. expanded roster, which I think is a good idea. They should do that in the NFL too. I mean, that'd be cool. Hey, Antonio Brown's going to get a call up. Hey, uh, I don't know. I don't know if they're willing to take the risk, man. I mean, fifty thousand dollars a year is the average salary, so it's like you know, know what that's more than. Antonio Brown's it's, bail. That's more than zero. That's true. Yeah. And you can no, tell it's probably not more than his bail. <laughs> no. You can tell, man, though. Right. His bail's probably like $5 million. But the quality of play compared to the NFL, obviously way lower. I mean, you got some position, like, there were a couple teams where their offensive line looked real. I think I told you guys, like, pretty sure Tampa Bay's offensive line's better than the Bengals, right? Like, yeah. there were some players. But the skill positions doesn't compare. I mean, there's receivers dropping balls all over the place. Uh, quarterbacks throwing the ball 15 yards <laughs> past their target. You know, we're gonna pay yeah. a guy 15 million dollars to do that next year. So we right. sure are. Check that out. Yeah. And there, there's uh, Aaron Murray was the quarterback for uh, Tampa Bay. He's the, <laughs> the guy like, dude. He looked he looked like garbage, man. Yeah, I mean, he, he looked like Ryan Finley without an offensive line. You know what I, I mean? saw. I saw a couple of tweets uh, really pounded on Aaron Murray. Uh, Cardell Jones is like, he's probably the headline act of this league. He was balling. Dude, he was, yeah, he killed it. He looked amazing. I mean, well, I can tell kind of you surprised right now, me that he's not in the league, you know. Car- Cardell Jones is better than probably 10 quarterbacks that started games in the NFL this season. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, let, how about this one? Who do you think, I don't, since I don't, I don't really know too much about Cardell, um, I was obviously not a big college player and all or college watcher and all but who is more surprising to not be in the league cardell jones or colin kaepernick no cardell jones for sure because he's way younger yeah because he's way younger in terms of from a pure talent standpoint i still think right from pure talent uh, from pure overall talent like in their prime i would say it's more surprising that kaepernick uh yeah but, but I mean, he, you know, it's like the whole workout incident. Stephen A. Smith explained it pretty well. It's like, you know, they're trying to give you a chance to get back on the field, and you basically blow it. You know what he, I mean? He like, I, I, yeah. think, I think in his heart of hearts, and I, I've never had a problem that this, this is, we're not going to go down this political road. Yeah, no, had, I was going to say, yeah, I'm not trying to, I'm just saying. Like, yeah, I, I, I never had a problem with what. With what Kaepernick decided to do and how he decided to do it, but right. uh, he knows in his heart of hearts that he can't 
he can't compete at the requisite level anymore to be an everyday NFL quarterback. He, there's no way he right. can believe. Yeah. He's been, I mean, you can see the downturn, though. I mean, the year they went to the Super Bowl, and like three years later, he didn't look like the same guy at all. You know? No, he wasn't. I mean, he wasn't. And people forget about that. People think that he's the same quarterback that took the Niners to the Super Bowl, and I'm like, no, nah, Yeah, man. he ran for a 194 yards or whatever it was in the Super Bowl. Right, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not, not the same, same guy. He... His NFL career would have fallen apart uh, much quieter, but a lot like the way Tim Tebow's career fell apart. Tim Tebow was yeah. only he was only interested in being an NFL quarterback, and that guy could have played a couple other positions. He probably he could have been like an H back. He probably could have been like a, a tight end and some gimmicky type plays. And when he went to New England, he couldn't he didn't make the the final regular season roster. But that's the perfect place for him because that's the one team that's not afraid to run gimmicky bullshit for somebody. Oh, yeah, just make Swiss Army knife. Oh, yeah. on the come up to the Mets organization. Now, I feel like he might get a chance to play this year. And then here, be... here. Ready? I don't want to spoil yeah. anything for you, but Tebow's on the come up in the Mets organization the same way that the Harlem Globetrotters sell to <laughs> Well. He looked pretty good, man. I watched his highlight reel. It's like, man, he's pretty decent, you know. He's, he's not bad. And it's I got still the you know, goddamn Mets. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Got, that's what I'm saying. I got a lot of you never know what's going to happen with the Mets, man. I have, uh, I have an yeah, dude. They're going to lose a lot of games. They are going to lose a lot of games. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I have an immense amount of respect for Tim Tebow um, for trying it when, A, I mean, he's not playing in New York because he's never going to make the, the big league club, I don't think, but yeah. for doing it in that farm system and what the yeah. media can do to you and, and when you're associated or affiliated with that city, it can be, it can be kind of tough. Um, I'll tell you what, though, he's got Christ on his side. Sky's the limit, dude. You know what I mean? I mean, everybody watch. Anybody remember the Broncos Steelers game? I do. I mean, I have dreams well, about that game. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're so happy. We you all know? do. We yeah, all do. It's the was... best. It's the best pass he's ever thrown in his whole life. Oh yeah, but I mean, you can tell <laughs> oh, seven yards of it. Hey, yeah. He got down on his knees and he said a prayer right before that drive started. First play, it's like, oh, the Lord's here, man. You know. Like, now, to be to be fair. To be fair, when you said right before that drive started, I need to clarify because this was not in the middle of the game. It was the no. first play of overtime. <laughs> right, but he said a big, long prayer right before it, you know. Just so. like he does at the end of every single game. This was nothing out of the ordinary. Don't try to glorify it. I'm just saying, I, hey, I'm just praising the Lord over here, you know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, I'm just saying that, like, that was incredible, man. But I honestly – as Sean was saying, the Mets are garbage or garbage organization. And, you, you know, like, I would not be surprised at all. Because think about it. The, the Mets, the, the owner, they're bad all the way. The only thing good about the Mets is Syndergaard and DeGrom. That's it, dude. And I guess Pete Alonso, But, like, as an organization. And they find ways to lose with garbage. them. They, they find yeah. ways to lose. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. DeGrom was, like, 4-15 and 15 and won the Cy Young. You know what I mean? He was yeah. like and a had point a, five nine ERA. Yeah, he had <laughs> exactly. a sub-two yeah. ERA with 15 losses. That's what I'm saying, dude. It, yeah. You know, and it's like, I, I feel like they're going to be the same this year. I'll tell you what, one team I won't bet on, the Mets, dude. You know, I mean, you know how much money I've lost on the Mets? Unbelievable. Not as much Less as you've lost, you've lost on the Bengals? The Bengals. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. I'd say it's pretty close, man, for real. Because I'm always like, oh, the Mets are minus 600. I'll, you know, I'll include them in my 16 parlay. 
And then sure enough, the only team that loses in the whole 16 parlay. Who the hell are the Mets playing that they're minus 600? Uh, I don't know, like the Marlins, maybe. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's fair. Or the know, Orioles. Maybe. The Orioles yeah. in an interleague matchup. Yeah, I, would love, I would take that action or, all day. <clears throat> Pretty much any time Jacob DeGrom pitches. Or Syndergaard, yeah. yeah. I mean. We're going to uh, – we're going to circle back to MLB. I want to end the show with the MLB stuff because I feel like that's what we'll talk about the longest. Um, Chili uh, sent us a, a message in Snapchat the other night. Uh, Houston, the, the Houston Rockets and the Jazz played. And what, what did you have? The over? No, I had the Jazz money line. They were plus 145. And it was part of a – I think it was part of a five-team parlay. And, and it was all NBA. And the only leg I had left was the Jazz, and it was just a, it was a thriller, dude. It was like up and down, up and down. Jazz or uh, Jazz are up by two, and then Rockets nail a three with like three seconds left. I'm like, oh my god, it's over. So the Rockets are up one, and then Horan Bajagovic. I don't know how to say his name. I don't speak Russian, but uh, you know, it's just like a it was a hail mary, basically, dude. It was it like was. A, they have to inbound the ball. And like I said, there was like two seconds on the clock, I think, something like that. And he literally just inbounds it in like same motion, hits a three from like 38 feet or something, drains it, dude. I lost my mind. I think I, so, won, like, I won like 200 something dollars on that. That's um, this is a, a rules question, and this is a comparison from college basketball to NBA basketball. Which rule do you guys uh, prefer? The college rule of if you call a timeout after a made basket near the end of the game, when you get the ball, the the new offensive team, you're still inbounding on the baseline? Or do you like the advanced rule in the NBA? You know, I never understood uh, what it took to get it up there because sometimes it looked like they inbounded it and called a timeout. I don't understand the rule, but I also don't watch basketball. so I, I like uh, the NBA. I like, I like the NBA, NBA rule too. And yeah. here's why I like the NBA rule. It, it, it makes it more competitive because with, yeah. with three and a half seconds left in a college basketball game, if a team's full court pressing you, you got to throw a Hail Mary pass. There's or no way it no would happen. Right. Run some sort of pick back toward the baseline, toward the inbounder, and try to catch lightning in a bottle. And, yeah, we've seen games that end on like a half-court shot, but it's just you get a chance to run a play and get at least – a shot where you can get the ball up at the backboard. And I think it's just <clears> – <throat> I say this all the time. I'm an agent of chaos. I like calamity. I like shit that goes kind of crazy. And you see a lot more stuff that goes crazy in NBA games because of that advance the ball rule. But, Caleb, uh, I think the advance the ball rule has to do with the amount of time remaining in the game. Yeah. But as far as last-second shots in college, uh, Chile, UK fan, remember Christian Leitner? Oh, that was pretty cool, uh, wasn't yeah. it? My God, that's that's a low blow right there, dog. How much time was on the clock when they went down the court? <laughs> uh, not a lot. <laughs> yeah, enough, I guess. Yeah, but I don't so, know. Honestly, I like the NBA rule better though, too. But there's a lot of NBA rules that I think are awful, and all it does is make the point that it'll go up. Really, you know, it does. Like the and way the way they call fouls, dude. I mean. It's ridiculous in the NBA. Like, all you got to do is, like, lunge forward and just act like you're shooting. I mean, it's literally – it's like acting, you know? And they'll get – oh, but yeah. I'm glad, that, I'm glad they implemented the uh, the flop rule in both college and the NBA. 
Um, one of the rules that's just that's kind of recent, you know, you see all these shooters like when they when they shoot a jump shot, usually it's a three, um, and they'll kick their legs forward to try to draw contact. Yeah. Now they've changed that rule where if there is contact initiated by the offensive player, they'll call it an offensive foul, which 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 I really like. Um, I feel like I feel like the NBA is one of the most, even though I don't do it a lot. I feel like the NBA is one of the most fun sports to bet because there is a game every night, and you know you can just you can have a lot of fun just doing over unders in the NBA. I stay away from the I stay away from point totals or I stay away from spreads and money lines um because it truly is like a any given Sunday kind of thing where it'll be you know the I don't know there there's there's always these shit ass teams in the NFL uh, in, the, in the NBA that'll end up beating like the Lakers one night like the <laughs> Suns will beat the Lakers by 37 points yeah it happens, man. I mean, it's it's random. Like tonight, for example. Well, right, it's really weird. Right now is an awful time to bet on the NBA because the All Star breaks in a couple of days. Yeah. So, like, it's a lot of garbage. Like tonight, I bet Portland to cover three and a half, right? And yep. it, you know, Portland—they're like a couple games out of the last playoff spot. They got a pretty good team. They, you know, Damian Damian Lillard's an animal. You know, they got McCullough or McCullough or whatever, CJ McCullough. He's insane. And tonight, they sat both of those guys yep. and played when they played the Pelicans. And then, like, they were just playing a bunch of bums, dude. So, like, Zion Williamson scored, like, 35 or something. I mean, I know, you, I know you hate Zion. And you only hate Zion. I figured it out. And I'm, I'm mad at myself because it took this long. You hate Zion because he went to Duke. I get it. That's yeah. true. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And I think he's, I do think he's overrated, but. A lot of it is the fact that he went to do great. I will tell you that even though he missed 44 games or whatever he missed, Something uh, stupid, yeah. what he's done <laughs> since he's been playing, there's no part of him that's overrated. That dude's the real deal. Can you imagine? Can you imagine UK fans and Zion went to UK? Can you oh my God. I mean, dude, like, we got guys that suck to go to the NBA and just dominate. Zion won't like, everybody's like, oh, he's the next Shaq. No, he's not, dude. He's limber. He played half a season at Duke. Most I think, you know what? Zion can thank ESPN for being pick number one. Literally. I mean, just the hype train, dude. I mean, yeah, he looked really good tonight, but he's playing against a bunch of bums. So, he looks so. really good any night that he plays. So Zion Williamson would have been the number one overall pick if he did not play at all in college because he is a human highlight reel coming out of high school. There's nothing to disagree That's true. with. That's true. It was already said that he, he was thinking about even not playing and just sitting out because he was still going to be the number one. Correct. There's he, nothing he could to really have. debate about know. it. Yeah, he's. I mean, do you guys honestly think people can be better than Shaq? I don't. Hang on. I First mean, of all, he doesn't tall, play the same position. Comparison. Yeah, that's, that's not the comparison. No, the comparison, honestly, is fucking LeBron. Yeah. yeah. That's insane. insane. He's I going mean, to somehow be a bigger LeBron. <laughs> well, the thing is, how, gonna but he's going to get there. He's, he's heavier than LeBron now. Well, he's, right. he's listed at a heavier weight than what LeBron is, but he's an inch shorter than LeBron. He's just as athletic. I think LeBron is the greatest athlete the world has ever seen, like all-around athlete. Yeah, probably. Zion, Zion is Derek that Jeter. athletic. The dude's a freak. Behind Derek he Jeter. Stay healthy. Stop it right now. <laughs> oh, God, get out of here. Yeah. Stop it. I love Derek Jeter, and I disagree with that. Like, come on. 
But no, I don't know, man. I just think the hype train is real and that he's not going to be as good as everyone acts like he's going to be. I mean, John okay. Morant will have a, John Morant's going to have a way better career than Zion. I'll put my soul on that. Oh, honestly. God. Really? Oh, I mean, dude, look that. at him. He's Everybody incredible. go lock your He's future incredible. bets on Zion Williamson. You heard it here Dude, first. Hashtag fade John Morant, listen, John Morant is better than Allen Iverson. I think he is. His rookie year. I mean, he gives me that same, like, good little comparison there. John Morant. Hot takes. Okay. So, uh, go ahead and check your local sports book listeners. Figure out what the over-under on Zion Williamson's career MVPs is and just go ahead and bet the house on the over. Lock yep. it in. Because we've locked that up. Also, John Morant is somehow is going to become like the next Lenny Bias, even though yep. he's already played. Yep. Um, something terrible is going to happen to him. Here's a fun fact that I oh bet. Oh, my God. I think – I think, I think Sean knows this, uh, maybe Chili, but I bet Caleb doesn't. Do you guys know that Zion and John Morant played on the same AAU team? Yes. I did not know that. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people and talked also, about why wasn't John Morant really good? Yeah. Uh, why wasn't John Morant more heavily recruited and Zion was? Well, A, because Zion's way more athletic. And B, uh, the first school to recruit and offer John Morant was Murray State. And he, he said from jump, I want to go to a school where they want me to be there. And he accepted the very first offer that was made to him. And he made it clear to other schools that he was going to Murray State. Well, you can't, you can't really fault him for here's, that. Here's something that, I, here's something that I find interesting about the NBA. Sean has all these receipts, so nobody – Nobody can say that I'm like late to the party or just trying to jump on the bandwagon. Damian Lillard has been one of my favorite NBA players to watch for like four Dude, years. Dude, I love Damian Lillard. I, I love him. He's I, incredible. He's incredible. What college did Damian Lillard go to? <clears throat> did I lose everybody? Is anybody? No, no, no I'm here. Sure. I'm yeah, Weber State. Yeah, I've been on Weber. Oh, the old Weber. Weber. I bet. Yeah, Dame, Dame, Dame went to Weber State. What college did Kawhi Leonard go to? Oh, I knew this one, San Diego State. San Diego State. Right. And prior to this year, that would be like a super anomaly kind of thing, but they're currently fourth in the top 25, I think. Um, yeah, they're good. They've always been decent. I mean. What college did um, uh, everybody knows Steph Curry? What college did Steph Curry go to? Davidson. Davidson. The NBA produces more stars from non-power uh, five or non-big colleges than any other sport. Bar I'd say so, man. I mean, look, you know, minus Kentucky, you know. But, yeah, I mean, like, Steph Curry – or, no, Seth Curry went to Duke, right? Am I right? Seth, yeah, Seth went to Duke. Seth, and Seth was supposed to be, like, the best player ever. And he's yeah. not bad, but he's nothing compared to his brother. You know? No, um, poor dad. Where poor did? Uh, let's think. Of, let's poor think of some other. Um, like a lot of a lot of NBA, a lot of hugely talented NBA players come from Europe. We all know that. Like, yeah, uh, Luka Doncic came from. Uh, Dude, Luka, that he's one of my he's one of my new favorite players to watch. Man, he's insane. I he's, love watching him that. Play. Dude's real. That dude's really really good. What yeah. about? Um, I mean, Kevin Durant, a lot of people forget that Kevin, he went to a big school, but they weren't, they're not known for basketball. From Lithuania. Little known fact. 
Kevin Durant is from Lithuania. What? No, I think he's from DC. I'm pretty sure he's from DC. Yeah, he's from DC. Kevin Durant went to Texas. I was gonna say because there's a giant mural of Kevin Durant in Washington. So yeah, he's like, from the hey. he's from the DC area. Where did um where did Bradley Beal go to college? Ooh, that's tough. Uh was it like somewhere uh, God, I don't even know. I thought he went No yeah, wait, okay, I know. I know where, does anyone else know this? Um, I, I know where I I know where he went. He went to Florida because I remember yeah, they, beat Kentucky, they beat Kentucky. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He went to Florida. Because he um, went. He was. He was average. He wasn't that good. I mean, he was good, but he wasn't like ridiculous. I think it was uh, it was a sophomore year they just destroyed Kentucky and like Kentucky was ranked like second or something. Florida was like unranked, had like a terrible record, and they just beat the crap out of Kentucky. It was insane. Yep. Um, does anybody know where Clay Thompson went to college? Oh, no idea. Clay Thompson went to Washington State. Oh, Wazoo. <laughs> wazoo, yeah. Uh, nice. Everybody knows where Draymond Green went. Yeah. Yeah. Draymond, Wait, went, Draymond went to Michigan State. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, so Which NBA, by the way, I'm so glad Fickle stayed, man. That's crazy. 100%. That's, that's oh, such man. a huge thing. That's such a big Dude, deal. The Michigan State fans hijacked UC football's Wikipedia and just tried to say that Fickle's tenure ended in 2020. And I had to get, I had to manually myself get on UC football's Wikipedia page and change it. And then I may or may not have got on Michigan State's athletics Wikipedia and Said some horrible things, but it got removed. It's fine. So I can't believe you said terrible things on the internet, Chili. That's so out of. I know, right? Big surprise. I would never do that. Are you now banned from Wikipedia? (laughs) (laughs) You you actually can't get banned from Wikipedia. I just mentioned something about the Larry Nassar stuff. You didn't. You didn't even have to elaborate. (laughs) We we knew that's what you did. You knew that's what it says, really. We one hundred percent knew that's the direction you were going. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, come on, you know, like in my defense, like that actually happened. They concealed <laughs> what this man was doing for decades, right? So there you go. That's that's a thing. That's a thing that happened, and that's a, yeah. an opinion that that Alexander Chalelli has. So hey, that's that's a terrible. I don't think any of us. Thing, though, honestly, that is awful. none of us are surprised. Um. Yeah, water is wet. The sun is a flaming ball of gas. Moving on. Larry Nassar yes. is a child monster. There you go. Okay. We do these shows to our audience that's listening. Uh, we do these shows live. We are in four <laughs> different locations, so none of us had the ability to censor Chile on that. So, Sorry, um, so ML Major League Baseball full season betting contest. John had a great idea. I really like it. Uh, we can tweak the rules uh, and figure it out, but uh, we can. I feel like we should take this and run with a version of it. So, Sean, what do you got? Just uh, some version of a little survivor pool. Was thinking. Um, was thinking we could base it off of a. Uh, obviously, they have multiple games. Like do it off of a weekly basis, not a nightly. Uh, get a little ridiculous, but. We could do it based off of a win total for the week. Like you choose a different team for every week. Um, 
and they have to get either three or four wins or something like that for it to count as a win, and then you get to choose a different team the next week. Can't repeat teams, of course. Uh, but yeah, find ways to tweak that. So, like we we talked, yeah, we had talked about yeah, you pick a team each week. Uh, the Sean and I were looking at some uh, some schedules today, just MLB schedules to see how the schedule lays out, to how it would be best, or what kind of seven day stretch to pick. Um, we think we pick Sunday to Saturday. A team has to play at least five games. Uh, no. We said four games, I think, because um, there's some weeks where it'll be it'll be shortened due to an all star break or postponements due to weather or whatever. But a team has to play at least four games, and they have to be 500 or better that Ooh, week sorry, for, it to, for it to for it to count as a win. So uh, 500 or better. If that team completes the week 500 or better, you move on to the next week. But you can only pick each team once. Um, I, I I like that idea. Yeah, it's not bad. It, it'd be tricky. I mean, definitely be difficult because think about it. How many teams, the likelihood is small, you know what I mean, of like any – well, of course you got like your top teams, but I mean, how often are the Orioles going to win three out of four? Not very often, you know. Yeah, dude, no. It's it, it probably not somebody you're going to rush out and pick. Yeah. Right, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. But it would come down to like picking a bad team or the Mets, God forbid. You know, like no. I mean, you you every team plays at least five games in a week, no matter yeah. what. The only way that right. it doesn't is a rain out. Yep. And there's no way to predict star. that anyway. Correct. Yeah, that's one week, game, yeah. one game a year. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> take that. We're not going to pick anything on that week. You only have to have three wins for the whole thing. Three wins for yeah. the whole thing. I mean, you can. Yeah, I love it. I absolutely love the idea. I think it's a great idea, and I, I think it'd make it more fun. I don't think it'd be that difficult to pick even the shitty teams. You only need three wins in a week. I mean, Correct, it's yeah. a good pitcher. Even if, uh, I mean, you know, the Orioles end up having a, a stud of a pitcher. I mean, if he pitches twice in one week, you only have to win one other game and you move on. Correct. Yeah. I like it. Now... What uh, what kind of cashish are we talking about uh, wagering on this contest? Hundred dollars a team. Hang on, you don't bet per team. Yeah, the grand total will be thirty two hundred dollars for the winner. No, I meant no, like six hundred dollars. hundred dollars. Is there a, is there a table maximum? <laughs> God bless. All, there's only thirty. There's in? only thirty. How do I say teams. all in? Yeah. Um, I will withdraw from my Roth account right now. Um. So a hundred dollars a man full season contest. I'm down and to do it. We're doing. That is. Just, a, that's a lot. That's a really long time for not a not a whole lot. I think we double it. Yeah, I know. What if we just well hang on? Split it, or split it into two seasons. Well, no. Or here's the thing. Here's the thing. Nobody is going to last season. the full season. Nobody. Not even close. Oh, oh you're right. It's a survivor. Yeah. Good. It's point. a survivor. Think about that. Yeah. Good thinking. My medicine kicked in, guys. I apologize. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a full season. I don't expect. I expect. Full yeah, hundred bucks two seasons. 
because we will be <laughs> we'll all be eliminated by the All Star break, and then we can do it again. Oh, <laughs> absolutely, yeah, we would we definitely. So it, all be it'll good. end up being it'll end up being five hundred dollars probably. I'm sure we'll be able to do like three. We'll be able to do it way more than that. I bet we end up getting eight or nine of them in a hundred and sixty-two <laughs> game season. Yeah, we God. can do. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. <laughs> Yeah. So, all right, we can. Uh, we I I like when Sean came up with that idea. I was like, man, that's actually because we were. I was like reading online, like what kind of games are there that you can do? Because I don't. I'm not a. I, I don't do fantasy sports, and I didn't want to do like a fantasy baseball league. But I, I was struggling to come up with anything. And Sean was like, what if we did like modified a survivor league? And I was like, ah, oh, you know what? I really like that. Yeah, I'm excited about our fantasy baseball league because uh, there's a very high likelihood that I get a number one pick. And I get I got two really really good keepers on my team, so pretty excited about it. It's soccer. Soccer. <laughs> That's a good joke. That's a really good joke. <laughs> he said he had two good keepers on his team. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, how am I the only one that got that? <laughs> because your medicine kicked in. Because we both had the same prescription. <laughs> His his will in Vegas though, I promise you that or not work. Whatever. Whichever way whichever direction. Yeah. Yeah. Um here's a here's a funny thing that happened today. Uh since we're all on board with the baseball thing, I just have a little funny story. Uh it's it's college basketball related, but only kinda. Um, so I was sitting in my office, uh, and back, back in my office at work, like sound kind of funnels down this little miniature hallway. And if my door's open, sound kind of bounces off a wall and just bounces right into my office. So you can hear a lot of what's being said out in the building. Uh, I'm sitting in my office and we have an employee who, um, I'm really, I'm really risking this one, aren't I, Sean? I'm really, (laughs) I've I've already started I was, I was, uh, I was gonna. Okay. Anyway, so I hear a lot of stuff. I just, I'm just gonna go all in. If, if the, if yeah, you're listening, man. if you're listening, I, I should have corrected you today, but I didn't, and we'll talk about it later. But, um, I, uh, I overheard this person talking to uh, another person about college basketball. And they were talking about uh, UC's team currently and how this year is kind of a growing pains year. And John Brandon's doing a great job, and I agree with all those things. Um, but a player that uh, this person was really excited about and how they've come a long way and they've really watched them grow in John Brandon's system is um, Kevin Johnson. DeMar Johnson. And, nope, not DeMar. <laughs> And Kevin Johnson, and you guys might not know this, uh, Kevin Johnson graduated from UC four years ago. Oh, yeah, that's true. And he currently, uh, on about five games a year, he's trying to launch his broadcasting career, and he's the color commentator with Dan Horse. <laughs> so um, he, Kevin Johnson did have a very nice career. Uh, his senior year was a game... There was a game against UConn that ended up going into four overtimes where Kevin Johnson hit a three with .8 seconds left, and then UConn made a prayer like they always do. Uh, and then UConn ended up winning the game in four overtimes. But I just thought it was uh, – I just <laughs> I thought it was maybe funny. He was talking, 
Listen, maybe he was talking about Kevin Johnson's broadcasting career. That's the I mean, same that's thing not, that Sean said. Yeah. I mean, that's not Sean said he was he said he needs to he needs to broadcast better or, or something to that effect. Uh, but it was uh it was I just I thought it was very funny. And, and obviously he's thinking about somebody that is on the team currently. Um but I I don't really know who it would be. Well, what I don't if, what if maybe he fell out of a tree and he thinks that it's 2016? That is that entirely cool. awesome. That would be cool. Yeah. We have uh, we have a, a listener that just entered the uh, live chat room. I don't know what his uh, what his name is. It's souped it up. Oh, it's souped up. It's souped up. Souped up. Souped up in Yuki. What's up? Souped up in Yuki. I used to bowl uh, with a guy. We weren't on the same team, but uh, his nickname was Yuke or Yuki. And uh, do you guys know why? No. He was from Ukraine. It's it's like low hanging fruit, but that's that's mm. why they called him that. Yeah, he was from. Uh, Go ahead. I was going to uh, say he had a stance that was Kevin Euclid. Mmm, there's a bear cat for you. That's a good tie-in. I like that a lot. Who just Kevin flushed Euclid's the toilet? Man. Did somebody just flush a toilet there or send is. an email? I don't think so. I think it was. I, I moved something across the floor. Yeah, I moved the chair up. Yeah, that's what it sounded like to me. No, oh, that's a good call. So you're good. You're good at this game. <clears throat> hey, right, I forgot to um, tell you. There's one thing I forgot to tell you about uh, that thing we were talking about earlier with uh, your favorite dunker from college, right? Oh God, yeah, we got to get into that. Uh, just real quick, yeah. Donald Little is the man. That's all I want to say. Donald Little's the man. Donald Little was so NBA. good. Dude, he was he incredible. Was, he was so good. So I, I threw an idea. We were trying to come up with topics for tonight's show. I threw an idea into our group chat about um, just a fun NBA topic. Who is the best in-game dunker of all time? And there's one... There is a correct answer to this, and Sean knows the correct answer, and so do I. Um, but I'm trying to think of other players. It's very obvious that the best in-game dunker of all time is Vince Carter. Um, yeah. I, I'm I'm trying to think of players who have been – nobody's at that level, but like, who are the other top-tier, upper-echelon in-game dunkers? Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan. Anthony Davis. Uh, Anthony, Michael Jordan. Yeah, LeBron, Kobe. Kobe, the first 10 years of his career when uh, yeah. when he was a little more uh, violent to the rim. Um, I feel like Dominique Wilkins is an easy one. He was always in those dunk contests. Um, yeah. Ben Gordon, believe it or not, yeah, is, a, true, is, yeah. a, is a really, really good in-game dunker. Agreed. Caleb, do you have Caleb? Do you have any opinion? <laughs> I don't think he's. I think he's booking his Maui flight. Probably. Yeah, Caleb doesn't Mau- have an Maui. Wowie. <laughs> Caleb doesn't have an opinion on an in-game dunker. Um, I really wish that. I really wish that was going to get a little more. Uh, a little more run. I honestly, but, uh, dude, people downplay how good Anthony Davis was in college and how good he is now. I mean, that so dude's I said. A jam. 
So I said this a lot. Uh, my favorite, my favorite college basketball team is UC. My favorite college athlete of all time is Kenyon Martin. Kenyon Martin impacted the game on both ends of the floor, offensively and defensively, more than any person I I've feel ever almost seen. more on the defensive side than on the offensive. <clears throat> well, so yeah, I was going to say I think the blocks. Well, he always uh, he was a defensive stalwart most of his career, but he. The growth that he experienced from freshman to sophomore, sophomore to junior, junior to senior was incredible. Kenyon Martin is probably going to be like the last college senior to be the Naismith Player of the Year. He'll be the last college senior to be the first overall pick in the NBA draft. Um, he just won't have it again because the NBA is a different league. They, they, they draft now based on potential more than anything. Yeah. And you don't oh, yeah. – and you don't need that stacked up college resume. But uh, when Anthony Davis was at UK, Anthony Davis impacted the game on both ends of the floor more than any player I'd ever seen since Kenyon Martin. And I hated yeah. it because I am not a Kentucky fan at all, even though I love him. Oh, no, yeah. Right. But he was so that's good what to I was watch. Say, man. I mean, he dominated. He dominated. And that's the thing. Everyone always asks, like, you know, I'm a UK fan, so it's like, What's UK missing? Like, why don't why doesn't UK get past the Elite Eight, Final Four? And I'll tell you, they don't have. There'll never be another player like that because we all we can all agree, John Calipari is the best recruiter ever, but he's not the best floor coach ever, and he always has a pretty good team. He always has a pretty good team. Did they win? He doesn't have Anthony Davis. You know, I mean. Yep. He must have driven back through the hills of Johnson City, Tennessee. So I think we might have lost Chile. Oh, there oh, he is. Okay. Yep, we can you hear me? back now. Okay. Um, okay. Did okay, Did Kentucky win the championship the Anthony Davis year? Yeah, yeah, they won it all. Okay, that was the last uh, one. That was the last championship they won. What was that? 2012. He's gone again. We've lost him. He's. Back, back driving back to the hill, the, people. Uh, They've done Elite Eight, Elite yeah, Eight, Final Four. Um, oh, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. What year? There was a year they were 35-0 and 0 and they lost to Wisconsin. What year was that? That was 2014, I believe. It's when Wisconsin that had that. We were sitting in a bubble of wild wings. I know that. We were. Myself, oh, my wife. Um, that was before we were both married, I believe. Um, but it was us and our uh, wives-to-be, me and Sean and our two brides-to-be at B-Dubs in Anderson Township where we weren't surrounded by lots of Kentucky fans, and that's the only thing that I wish we were, was surrounded by Kentucky fans. There was definitely enough. All right. Oh, God. I was actually at work. I was uh, operating a crane. I don't... I don't know if it's just my audio on my end, but uh, Sean, are you having a hard time getting chilly? Can you hear me now? I have good service. Uh, yeah. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, Can you're you fine. Now? You're fine now. My okay. I'm hearing him now. I was hearing him a little bit funny earlier, but okay. Fine yeah, now. I don't know. Um, I was having a hard time hearing him for a while. I, it, it'll be interesting when I play it back. I'll probably hear it all and be like, "Damn, I'm an idiot just talking all over people." Um. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't. Uh, I don't have a lot. El- uh, a lot more, or much more, or anything else. 
uh, for uh, for episode ten. Does anybody else have anything we want to touch on before we wrap her up and publish her? Uh, no. Uh, I did. Hashtag what he did. I did officially book my flight to and all my stuff to Hawaii, so I am going on a seven day vacation before our group vacation. So how many days are you going to be? Oh, I, I found out something cool today. Um, Sean's not really excited about it. So Sunday, Monday, t- Sunday, Monday, Tuesday before Vegas, um, I have to go out of town for a work thing. Have, have um, to go. Have to go. Yeah, it's a, as in it's being a big part dragged against his will. Yeah. It's a, a it's bonus a, to take to Vegas. It's a it's a big party that we go to. So the first part of my week is spent uh, in Nash Vegas, and then the last Ooh. part of my week is spent in Las Vegas. So it's gonna be a good week. I like Nash Vegas, so you'll have a good time there. Probably it's a great place. There. Nashville's a Nashville's yeah, a great time. I was there. It's a fun uh, town. I was there two years ago, and we came home from Nashville um, expecting a baby so that was a thing that happened i'll tell you you know another place it's a good time johnson city is a great time guys i'm telling you (laughs) it's off the radar nobody nobody knows how awesome it is did you know mountain dew was invented here you know what i mean like come on what else do you need what else do you need in the place sean i feel like you should go there and get it from its motherland it is the motherland it's great some nectar of the gods. Get some dew straight from the teat. (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, Well, well, guys, uh, Sean just went offline, according to my thing. I I, I don't... Nope, he's back. I meant to just mute. I meant to just mute and uh, hang up. And you hang up. Well, you yeah. came back just in time. You came back just in time for a little, uh, little sign-off action. Yeah, back like I left something. Yeah. All right. Well, gentlemen, I don't have anything else. We will uh, continue the chat in the group chat. Oh, Brent just got here too. Brent, you caught us at the very end. Um, I will be uh, the up. The episode will be published uh, here in the next half hour, or so so it'll be up for your listening pleasure. Um, we uh, we look forward to send us an email, Brent, or tweet us at badclets. Drop us an email uh, at badclets at gmail.com. Um, you can look for us on Facebook, Bad Beats and Velcro Clets, a podcast for degenerates. Feel free to interact with us on any of the platforms that you choose. For Sean and Alex and Caleb, I am Kevin, a.k.a. Marty from Manitoba, coming to you live once more from the headquarters basement bar. Gentlemen, have a good night. Peace, one love.